0: Welcome to Behind the Numbers, your place to keep up with football cards in the hobby. It's a big, big week, PRISM week, so lots to talk about in catch-up on PRISM. Uh, missed last week, unfortunately, I had my great friend in collecting, Bennett Christensen, on. We had some audio issues, so unfortunately that didn't work out to post for you guys, but I'll get you all caught up in what we talked about and kind of summarize that the best I can. Uh, we're going to review our basic rookies like usual. Uh, again, we're going to talk about PRISM, where the pricing's been, how f- quick some of the wax has, has fallen, and kind of what singles are coming out early. Uh, we're going to talk about a little bit about the different uh, shakeups and the divisions. Uh, kind of, We had some top 10 cards we wanted to give you before PRISM came out that we've liked so far in the 2020 season. We're going to talk about those as well. I'll show those to you. Go through our normal buy and sell. And then I have an interesting proposal from a good friend of mine. I need your guys' input on in the comments. I want to see what you guys think about the offer I was given tonight from a good friend of mine. So, uh, with that said, let's get to the show. Do you have a valuable card collection, but you put zero effort into storage? Do you keep your cards in a box like this, or like this, something like this, this? Ho ho ho! <laughs> What are we doing here? You need Pastime Marketplace. Pastime Marketplace is the Mercedes-Benz of sports card storage. The cases come in a variety of sizes. They're waterproof, airtight, dustproof, and extremely durable. If you care about your collection, visit PastimeMarketplace.com and treat your cards to the storage they deserve. Don't forget to use discount code BENCHCLEAR to get 10% off your order. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, week, uh, week twelve, week eleven, just flying by like crazy. Uh, happy to be with you guys here, just to kind of review what we missed. Again, as I said in the intro, there, yeah, we had a little audio issues last week, so we're unable, unable to post the show, but I'll get you all caught up. What's going on? Obviously, a huge week this week with Prism coming out. Uh, no huddle Prism is coming out tomorrow, and that's why I want to lead the show off actually with you guys. Uh, I jumped into a, a random breaks at a Liberty breaks. Uh, on a Facebook group, great guy, does a great job. It was amazing prices, is why I jumped in. I've been actually trying to avoid Prism, and uh, I happened to hit the Dolphins on the random team. And so uh, one of my good friends offered me $500 for the Dolphins in five boxes. So I just want to get you guys take. What do you guys think I should do with that offer? Just let it ride and see if I hit that Tua, or should I just take it and run? Uh, five boxes of no huddle with the Dolphins. So that'd be a fun way to just start the show off. So just leave me your comments at the bottom there. Uh, just Give me a little take on what you think, how you guys think about Tua going forward. He's already dinged up, and we'll get to that here in the rookie performances. So yeah, it's just been a it's been a crazy two weeks. A uh, lot's happened, There's a lot of shakeups and divisions. We'll kind of get to that. Uh, but we'll start off with the rookies, and I think the big thing we didn't get a chance to talk about with last week not recording the way we wanted was Burrow's major injury. You know, uh, he's gonna end up in the season uh, 264 for 404, 65% uh, completion percentage. Completion percentage. 2,700 yards, 13 touchdowns, five picks. Super impressive. Uh, Very impressive start. Um, I really feel like the common message across all avenues was it was kind of a ticking time bomb with that offensive line and how much they've been using him and how much he's been throwing. Um, And it finally got him. Very, uh, very, very ugly knee injury. Uh, They're already saying he's probably going to miss time into next season. With the rehab, he kind of completely blew his knee out, twisted patella, dislocation I mean it's the full deal really unfortunate to see you hate to see that especially the player who's really driving the hobby and I think it really hurts Prism's momentum it really did I mean it's still going to be high people are still excited about it but his price has already dropped quite a bit we'll definitely have a good price review next week when Ty comes back with us and we'll definitely go over and see what Prism's been doing in terms of singles and I think we'll be a little surprised where Burrow is because he's already kind of starting to slip under the other two quicker than I imagined um you know he's the type of guy just in terms of his mindset, in terms of the way things he says, and the respect he has from the players, you could see when he got injured, that um, if anybody can come back, it'd probably be him. Um, being a quarterback, you know, knee is always important, but it's not as crucial if he's not a big runner. So he's got his arm, he's got his arm talent, all that stuff still intact. The Bengals need to work on a way to figure out how they're going to protect him when he does get back, because they, they, you know, this is kind of on them. Put him in those positions, he just he's taking so many hits, and then just kind of mounting, but. But big 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 loss for the the hobby in terms of momentum for this year and just for a guy to watch who's been really fun to watch as a rookie um, kind of just keep going through our rookie performances as usual so Herbert um, in the two weeks he used, was- Previous week, uh, it was 37-49 for 366, three touchdowns. And then last week against the Bills, 31-52 for for 316 and one touchdown, one pick. Yeah, just kind of same old same, really efficient, throwing really good uh, passes. He, he kind of started out really slow against the Bills. Um, I think he was under 50% for a little bit of his completions, but they kind of picked it up at the end when they were trying to come back. So, you know, Bills' are defense is kind of up and down. Pretty good secondary, uh, but, you know, Herbert still performed. Uh, Tua, so he kind of really had a tough... Tough time uh, the week before, I think, against Denver. They actually lost. It was a really difficult game for them for some reason. Uh, he was 11 for 20 for 83 yards and a touchdown. He had six sacks. He was pulled. and it was an, At the time, it was unclear if it was injury or performance, and it ended up being an injury because he was out in week 12. As he, uh, I think it's his left thumb injury, which is a crucial injury for him, being a, that he's left-handed. Um, so two is out now as well. So we have Burrow and two out. Two hopefully is just a minor thing. But uh, just kind of unfortunate that both our two of our top three quarterbacks in prison release are hurt. Uh, tier 2, guys, so C.D. Lamb, uh, 4 for 34 and a touchdown. And then Thanksgiving, he was 5 for 21. You know, he's just getting what he can. Uh, Dalton's back. It's helped a little bit. Uh, but Dallas is still a mess, as you see how bad the Redskins beat them on Thanksgiving. Uh, Jefferson, 3 for 86 and a touchdown, and 7 for 72 touchdowns. Just keeps performing. He's definitely kind of pulling away from Lamb for this year in terms of the number one receiver in this class. Um, really impressive with him overall. Always, Like I said, I have been since he came out. Uh, Hertz still not playing, but tonight Wentz looked terrible again. Hertz got a couple series, didn't look great, but nobody in the Eagles looks great right now. But Hertz, the the drum is beating slowly. That I think Hertz is going to get a shot pretty soon. It just Wince just looks defeated. His like confidence is gone. He just looks like he's just like throwing passes, and just hoping they get there. Uh, not a lot of confidence or anything to see in Wentz right now that would make you believe that Hertz isn't going to get a shot soon especially as they're falling out of the division race to the, to the Washington football team and the Giants. Uh, it's just really, really interesting to see how this NFC least is unfolding. It, it's quite crazy how bad that group is. Uh, Clyde Edward Hilaire, he's uh, he had a good game two weeks ago, 14 for 69 with two touchdowns, one catch for eight, and then came back against Tampa Bay with only 11 for 37, partially because at halftime Mahomes had 360 yards passing, um, and Tyreek had a monster day with, uh, I think, two touchdowns, 260 yards, just amazing game they just torched Tampa Bay vertically uh, so CH C- didn't do much this week Jordan loves not playing T Higgins 3 for 26 last week and then after you know with Burrow's injury obviously he slowed down and then this week he was 5 for 44 and one touchdown with Brandon Allen at quarterback uh, good they're to get a touchdown but it's gonna be slow sledding for him this year till burrow gets back he's kind of the guy that he needs to be to perform um, one guy I've got to talk about—he's been on my lower list for a long time—but this guy just has to be up in tier two at this point. is Antonio Gibson, uh, running back for the Redskins. I mean, or sorry, Washington football team. Uh, 16 for 94, one touchdown, one catch for 10 yards. Two weeks ago, and then on Thanksgiving Day, he just—he feasted. <laughs> Uh, 20 for 115, three touchdowns and five catches for 21. The guy just keeps putting up monster, monster numbers with the Washington football team, which is also impressive because they don't have a lot to work with. Uh, so just he's a guy that, I mean, I just keep kind of thinking he's a secondary player. But at this point, he's, he's a major player. Like they're They can't be looking for running back. they got to fill in a lot of positions around that team. And if they get a quarterback in there or see what uh, Rivera does going forward, I mean, he could be, you know, I don't want to say a building block, but he could be set to be that guy for a couple, two, three more years. Uh, him and James Robinson have been late round running backs have just fit the bill that there's no reason for that team to look for those positions. because They've just been so productive. And speaking of Robinson, he was 17 for 73 the week before, 2 for 22, and then this week he was 22 for 128 and one touchdown. Uh, and those are against tough defenses. Against the Steelers the the week before, so he's getting it done even against really really tough matchups. So that's really impressive for what he's working with. And the Jaguars have little talent around him. Um, Coming down here, DeAndre Swift's been out the last two weeks with the concussion. Uh, He didn't make it this week either for Thanksgiving. Uh, Claypool, 4 for 59, one touchdown. Hasn't played this week yet because the Ravens Steelers keep getting pushed back because of COVID cases. So they're now slated to play on Wednesday. Uh, So things are getting a little bit messy in terms of COVID. So that's something to definitely monitor going forward um judy three for 37 and then last week he got blinked. uh they had no quarterbacks they had quarterbacks that broke covid protocols so all of them were unable to play um just didn't make a smart decision uh definitely the team was not happy with their decision and in turn they had nobody to throw anybody the ball last week and the saints just routed them uh dobbins five for 13 one for one and then just kind of slowed down they just had a terrible game against i think it was the titans that week they couldn't really get anything going and then they haven't played again this week uh, Jonathan Taylor, 20 90, 4 for 24 two weeks ago, and then he was on the COVID list, so he missed this week, so lost his momentum, unfortunately. Michael Pittman, who's been picking up steam, 3 for 66 and one touchdown, 2 for 28 last week, slowed down. Uh, Rager for the Eagles, 452, and then tonight was 3 for 11. Akers, really picking up steam, 10 for 38, and then he was uh, 9 for 84 and a touchdown uh, last week. And then Ruggs has been pretty quiet, but uh, just this week he was 3 for 56. Um, But, you know, overall, these rookies are still performing. They're still getting time. Another guy that I just think that – I really think that if the Jets do get first pick and they do get Lawrence – Go get some Denzel Mims cards. I, I think Denzel Mims is a guy that he's performing in a terrible situation continuously. He of shows a lot of flashes when he gets the ball in his hands, and his stuff is dirt cheap. Jets and breaks. I know you're not going to make a ton of money here. I'm just talking about a nice, easy target would be Denzel Mims. Uh, three for 71 two weeks ago, and then four for 67 this week. Uh, he just looks good. He just looks like a really good receiver, similar to Atayuk, uh, Sam Fran. Very big athletic receiver that is getting open, and it's fun to watch the ball in his hands. So... Uh, but yeah, further ado, I us caught up on the rookie stuff there, let's talk about the prism, I know that's what you guys are wanting to hear, uh, definitely the thing I've been watching a lot, I've been very, I think discouraged is the wrong word, but man, when stuff came out I was seeing the blaster boxes being flipped for 140 and I was like, man, here we go again, and I just can't uh, fathom some of these uh, wax prices for retail that people are just you know gobbling up the shelves and flipping for 7x, it's just unbelievable. Uh, but that was what the blasters did the blasters when they came out i saw them going for about 140 out the gate they're already down to 80 now so that was about a week and they're already down to 80 so things are starting to settle so that's good uh hangers kind of came out about 70 75 and they're down to 50. no huddle boxes are just coming out right now they're about 775 in that range is where they're coming out per box um kind of little one box breaks i just saw before i got on here with you guys bangles are one six or sorry bangles went for about 70 to 80 bucks so people are really worried about Bro's injury. That was just a steal somebody got. Uh, Miami 135 a box, and then um, the Chargers 255 a box. So everybody's kind of all in Herbert right now. Um, you know, two looks like a value there. Burrow looks like a really big value there, unless his injury. You just don't, you just don't believe he can return from it. Which I, I respect that if you do. Um, but yeah, so and then a couple notable sales, uh, just some singles that I've picked up for you guys. Before I got in here, is like uh, Higgins orange disco. So those come out of the blaster box. I think there's like one orange disco per pack. Uh, it seemed like that. It seemed like tons of breaks, breaks. I watched a lot of the orange discos came out. So uh, for him, orange disco 26 box, pretty respectable. Herbert light blue, which is a uh, parallel that's only in the hangers, uh, 426. So that's a pretty big card. Uh, Herbert's base is going for about 250. And I saw a big time Herbert gold auto out of ten. That's a sticker auto, but a gold auto out of ten for Prism for 3,200 uh, came out. So that's a pretty big hit early for somebody. Uh, we got base Claypool is going for 25. Base Jefferson for 35. Hertz Disco 81. Burrow base between 75 and 100. Burrow silver 549. Two a red white and blue 233. Two a base 100. Uh, so that's just kind of some quick Prism pricing out for you. You know, I just I think just be really cautious. I think uh, in terms of if you're looking for wax, just I think just still wait a little bit more. Um, I think as the hobby and stuff comes down, the retail might be even more affordable. Uh, I do think that's interesting, and I've was seeing people, I've you know friends of mine buying uh, boxes, you know blaster boxes for 130, 140, and I'm just like. Doesn't make any sense, cause you know one blaster, you get a two a rookie. That should be a hit, and the two a rookie's not even worth like it's worth a hundred bucks right now. So that's under that wax price. So right now, uh, kind of picking and choosing some of those nice. Um those nice base cards and those singles are better than buying some of the wax right now. I still think that's a strategy that we've talked about in the past. And I still think that's a strategy that we can still take advantage of right now. I mean, if you think about it, like I much rather go buy a Herbert base for 250 than buy two blasters at 130. they're down now. So, I mean, it's three blasters now, but still three blasters, you know, 80 bucks a piece, 240 bucks, or just buy the Herbert base. I think buying the Herbert base is still a smart play, not as fun, but still the smart play. So, you know, you know so we'll see where it goes from here once, you know, hobby comes out. Like I said, no huddle is just starting to come this week. already saw some breaks today already. Uh, pretty cool disco cards, a lot of color. Um, autos, a lot of autos I saw were pretty big misses. But overall, it looks like it's a pretty um, high-end product with a lot of low-numbered parallels that you have a chance from big, big hits. Uh, so we'll see if I keep the Tua chance in my break tomorrow with you guys' comments. Uh, so, yeah, that's just kind of the prism. Outlook, like it's, like it's early. Like I said, Ty and I plan to give you a nice little uh, price update next week when he comes on for the show with his analytics he provides for us through BenchClear, so I'm excited to get him on here just really look at the numbers, see where everybody's fallen in terms of the players. Uh, I think there'll be some guys higher than we think, some guys lower than we think, and see where some sleepers are. So I'm excited to kind of see things settle a bit in that that realm. So I just wanted to just pick up from you know the recording that didn't work out last week to I'm just going over some of the nice uh, parallels and uh, different cards from the products before Prism. It was meant to get you guys ready for Prism, but Prism's here, so you might not be as interested, but I still have these gathered, so I thought I'd just shoot them with you real quick here. So, we're just going to talk about some of the parallels, again, that we thought were fun so far, that we're just excited about going forward. Uh, so the first one was Kaboom. Um, Bennett and I who was on the show at the time kinda he's not a huge kaboom fan, it's a little too cartoonish for him. Uh, I think kaboom cards are great. I think they're I just like the rarity of them tends to be when there's the SPs and those cards that are hard to hit. Just seem to pick up value and make you more interested in them it seems, even if they are do do look a somewhat out of place. But kaboom may look a little bit out of place. One of my favorites is the White Mosaic, I've talked about that in the past, here's the Joe Burrow White Mosaic, I just think the cards look super clean, Uh, they're out of 25, they're really big hits, and just a beautiful card. we have the Downtown. Um, this is actually one of Bennetts. we put on his not a fan list. He thinks they're a little bit too distracting from the player with the background. Uh, again, I, I kind of agree with them. I think they're you know they are more focused on the background and the pictures behind the player rather than the player. but they're still pretty cool since they are hard to hit as well since their case hits been Donors. You got your rookie flawless uh, gym signatures. Uh, a lot of the flawless cards are pretty cool in terms of the autos they provide. And uh, him and I were talking on the, on the show last week that they are pretty fun in the sense that you know if you're a college football fan, they're they're great cards to get. And there's a Herbert in his Oregon uniform, and that's Oregon's kind of my team as well. So. Uh, blue. I really, I put this. I really like the blue optics that you can get in Donruss. The optic previews, the blue edition, out of 125. They're nice, big. They're they're big hits. They're hard to find, hard to hit. And I think Herbert's goes for over three, four hundred dollars. But they're just really clean-looking uh, cards, especially in the Charger Blue. It does look good. Another uh, the College Silhouette signatures out of the National Treasures as well. Uh, just a nice little jumbo patch combo with the auto it was one of Bennett's favorites so far of 2020. Again, what I've talked about on the show before, the Luminous Endorsements. I just think it's a really cool crossover card of college and pro. You get the college kind of background picture. You know, I got uh, Jordan Love here at Utah State. And then to his pro picture of, with Green Bay, the nice little signature on card. And usually these are numbered to 49 to 99. So pretty tough hits, but I think those are really awesome cards out of XR. Yeah, the the uh, variation, again, with if you have that college if you like that college feel, I know that a lot of people, uh, the college cards don't seem to hold the value as the pro uh, jersey cards, but if those are either huge college fans, the Variation uh, College and Mosaic are pretty cool cards. Here's a C.D. Lamb one. And the stained glass, Ben would put on his overrated list. Uh, we'll have to bring him on to reiterate that. A lot of people love these cards. Uh, he just thought it was a little bit too uh, out of place for a football card, but uh, I think a lot of people would disagree. Stained glass is a fan favorite for sure. Uh, the mosaic blue out of no huddle, a uh, really crisp card here, the Tua, a uh, low number, just really clean, very similar to the white mosaic in terms of the, the color structure, uh, it just looks really nice. Rookie scripts, probably one of the better uh, sticker autos you would find, again Bennett mentioned this one is one of his favorites, uh, you get these in a lot of in the retail hits, a lot of rookie scripts, so these are kind of big hits out of retail, uh, and just they do look good for... Uh, the sticker autos, like the cracked background and just the kind of holographic rookie script. It looks really good. Kind of a sleeper one that Bennett threw out there was, the, uh, this was out of the Absolute Football, uh, the red blue squares, uh, different parallels they had. Uh, yeah, I hadn't really focused on these too much, so he brought this under my attention. It does look clean, it does look good uh, for an Absolute, so not too bad. One of the cheaper products. And the last one he had was the Spectra uh, hyper uh, card is just really clean as well it just stands out when you look at it It just kind of draws your attention and nice little michael pittman specter rookie there so that was just a quick review of some of the products before prism we just wanted to give you guys some you know something to hold you over till prism i know like i said it didn't work out last week but i hope you still enjoy just seeing those products if you haven't seen them uh i think i mentioned everything they are in and if not just you know message me or put it in the comments and i'll punch the direction to how you can find that card Okay, so as we kind of get into the five takeaways uh from week 11 and week 12. you know one thing that i think it's important to bring up was the, again the ravens lost an ot to the titans uh lamar kind of same story uh very really shaky down the stretch tough tough passing again uh we'll see what happens he's out with covid now for two weeks so it's just kind of just the worst keeps getting worse with him uh so just be really watching his prices in terms of the hobby if you have his stuff Um, They're kind of in a must win against the Steelers because they're down to six and five or six and four and they don't have him So I don't see them beating the Steelers without him So it looks like they're on their way to six and five and they're just clawing just to maybe get that seventh spot now So in from you know division uh, Rivals battling for that division spot to you know where they go from here Uh, So it's very the Ravens kind of demise so far this year has been very uh, interesting to see they've had a very difficult uh, road uh, and Lamar hasn't really answered the bell either. So, uh, so two weeks ago, the Titans kind of got smashed by the Colts in Tennessee on Thursday night, and then Colts got the a favor returned by the Titans at home on Sunday. And that AFC South is just kind of back and forth now. Uh, the Colts beating the Packers was big. Uh, that kind of helped the Colts get an edge a little bit, but um, now they're just kind of back to square one. For those two teams hadn't had had a to, to, to good finish for that division. Uh, Rivers is starting to play a little bit better. Uh, but whenever Henry gets going, it just seems like the Titans are in really good position. That's how they beat the Ravens with Henry, and they beat the uh, Colts with Henry as well. He's, I think he has five touchdowns in the last two games, uh, so he's really getting going. Uh, Taysom Hill's got 2-0 and as a starter for the Saints, Keep keeping them on their track. Uh, didn't get a chance to mention yet, but Breeze has been out. He has like 13 fractures in his ribs, which is incredible in a bad way. I just can't believe he was playing through that for a little bit. Um, but he's, his passing fishing is just terrible. Everything around him is getting uh, barely anything. Thomas said, tough time getting going. Kamara has, has one catch in two games. It's just been <laughs> uh, Kamara's values in terms of fantasy is really taking a dive with Taysom Hill at quarterback, but they're getting wins. Uh, but they beat the Broncos. The Broncos didn't have a quarterback. So uh, we'll see how long that lasts for the Saints. But they're getting really important wins that can help them down the stretch if they, if they do get Breeze back, which is the plan. Um, just the, the NFC West has also been shaken up quite a bit. Uh, last week, uh, Seattle Edge Arizona to give in the, you know, up there in the division with the Rams, but the Rams had the headhead in Seattle. So they beat them. But then the Rams and the Cardinals lost this week in Seattle won, So Seattle's back on top by a game. So Arizona dropped to the Patriots this week, which is really surprising. And then uh, the Rams, uh, they fell as well, which we didn't see coming. So just all in all, just, just the San Francisco beat the Rams. That's right. The Shanahan had another good, game, good game plan and put them away. Uh, in an ugly game so mc west is up for grabs again just seems like nobody wants to take over that division uh, just kind of back and forth uh really strong division but it'll be interesting to see how the division finishes and then i kind of put in here for, uh, two weeks ago i just want to talk about the chances of pittsburgh being undefeated. they only have three they have three of six home games left they are undefeated still and they have the ravens colts and the bills are the tough games left but then if you scratch the ravens now without lamar i don't think that's tough anymore uh colts and the bills are kind of their toughest two matchups so it's a pretty legitimate shot. The Steelers could go 16-0 if they keep health and stay out of COVID um, issues. I think they're going to be in good shape. So something interesting to watch out of the stretch, going to feed in the NFL is a very difficult task. So definitely we keep an eye on that as we kind of go forward. So we'll just kind of uh, get you guys set up here for the buy, sell, hold. So we got the ones we kind of were going to go over last week. I think it does make sense now. Is you know With Tua, he's a buy, sell. I had a QB – sorry, is the QB – PSA 10, 10 Mosaic, uh, 395. He was 60 for 97, 61% so far, six TDs, no picks, and he did sit out last week, so he is kind of injured. Um, 395 for a PSA 10 Pink Mosaic, I think I think it's pretty high. So for me, he's probably a sell there, especially being injured. I think two is still probably the one quarterback. I haven't seen it yet. We've seen it with Herbert, we've seen it with Burrow. Tua's still, he's won some games, but he hasn't done the statistics or made the throws that just wow you in a sense that you're going to be all in of buying on Tua. So Tua with that price which was like a week ago is definitely a sell for me, especially with Prism coming out. We're going to see probably Mosaic take another, not a dive, but it's going to drop a little bit. Uh, Josh Jacobs had him on here last week for the buy sell. His PSA 10 base Prism is only like $42. That does seem like a very cheap buy because if it's PSA 10, it's a base, you know. You're looking at that's only twenty dollars past the grading fee, almost. Um, you know, that's definitely a buy. But you know, he did get dinged up again, a pretty bad ankle injury potentially. Uh, so we'll just kind of see that thing with the running backs. It's really hard for them to stay healthy and kind of keep them going forward. Uh, Jacobs continues, just he can't. He's, he seems like he's always like eighty to ninety percent. Just seem like he a tough time staying completely healthy. Uh, Keenan Allen. I put on here uh, receiver L13 tops finest rookie auto BGS 9.5 out of 50. I thought this was a really interesting card I found out a week ago, 80 bucks and he has just been Herbert's number one guy, just really super productive. So I just thought that was an easy buy for me, uh, Keenan Allen just for fun at 80 bucks for a nice uh, rookie auto out of 50. Uh, just seems like that makes total sense. And I just want to just kind of give you guys a quick review for next week i kept the show short i didn't want to go too long here uh, combining both and i know we we're gonna have a lot to talk about next week um, but we're just kind of going into week 13. we do have i'm just going to kind of get up the list up here for us so we got saints falcons not too much there lions and bears uh, unfortunately the Bengals and dolphins i was looking forward to but with no burrow that's not as exciting Really, the only probably the biggest game is probably the Rams and the Cardinals. You got Rams and Cardinals and the Broncos, Chiefs. Yeah, it's going to be a pretty tough, pretty tough week for games. Not too many nice matchups. Um, and then we have Washington Football Team. On, I think it's the Steelers on a Monday, so I'm not sure how that's going to play out with them playing Wednesday. So, be really interesting to see what the NFL does with that situation with COVID getting tougher and tougher for us. Um, with that game in Wednesday, I have no idea how they're going to come back the next week at this point. Um, yeah, so it looks like, yeah, to me, it's like Rams and Cardinals that kind of gets them in that position to go back up against Seattle, puts the other team two games back. Definitely watch and see what's up with Kyler. He definitely looks like his shoulder might be bothering him. He dinged up his shoulder against Seattle. It just seemed like it was pretty sore, and he's definitely favoring it uh, last week when his loss to the Patriots. So definitely something I'm going to be keeping an eye on as well. And that's pretty much it, guys, for week 11-12. Like I said, I just want to keep it short and sweet for you guys. Again, leave in the comments just what you guys think of uh, if I should sell my dolphin share or take a shot and see what, uh, what happens tomorrow on the break. But we'll catch up with you guys next week. Take care. Be safe.